You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen. Welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. So for the season previews, every day I do a topic and then preview one American League and one National League team for fantasy purposes. Today's episode, we're going to look at breakthrough starting pitchers for the 2021 season before... Uh, breaking down the Seattle Mariners and San Diego Padres. Let's start with some breakthrough pitchers. Guys who have shown some promise and uh, might be ready to do something uh, significant uh, in a full major league season. And we'll start with Oakland's Jesus Luzardo, 23-year-old southpaw, had a 4.12 ERA, 1.27 whip, and 9 strikeouts per 9 as a rookie last season. He has shown potential, uh, but he has all of 71 uh, major league innings to his uh, credit. Uh, He could become a high-end starter, and maybe that's as soon as this season, maybe not, Um, but uh, when you reach a certain point in your draft and you want a little variance, uh, somebody who has potential has a little bit more value, and so Luzardo is going to be one of those pitchers. Also, Joe Musgrove, San Diego. He's shown some potential, uh, but also in mostly irrelevant circumstances when he was in Pittsburgh. Now, he goes to San Diego, where he'll be in the middle of the rotation for a World Series contender. Uh, If Musgrove could repeat last season's 12.5 strikeouts per nine uh, with a winning team, uh, his fantasy results could really take off. In Los Angeles, Julio Urias, who's a star out of the bullpen uh, for the Dodgers uh, on their World Series run last season. Uh, Urias is 24, has been pitching in the majors since he was 19. He's also never thrown 80 innings in a major league season. So, well, he could very well be great in 2021. He's also not likely to have a heavy workload couple of Cleveland pitchers. Uh, Aaron Savali, uh, for one, was great in 10 starts for Cleveland in 2019. Had a 2.34 ERA and a 1.04 whip, uh, but he was much easier to touch up last season. Finished with a 4.74 ERA and 1.32 whip in a dozen starts. You know, Savali is probably somewhere in between, uh, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what you can get out of him uh, if he stays healthy and you have, you know, 32 starts. Uh, Also in Cleveland, though, Tristan McKenzie, uh, 23-year-old who missed all of 2019, but fared pretty well last season. 3.24 ERA and a 0.90 whip in 33 and a third innings. He did throw 143 innings in the minors back in 2017, uh, but ima- I imagine given uh, what happened in 2019 that Cleveland is still going to be relatively cautious with McKenzie in 2021. Uh, still, there's a lot to like about him, even if it was a small sample last season. Philadelphia, Zach Eflin, 26-year-old who's already been a major league starter for five seasons. Uh, And the first two were pretty rocky. But since then, uh, Eflin's made steady progress. And last season, he had 10.7 strikeouts per nine, a 3.37 fielding independent pitching. You know, those are encouraging signs that he continue uh, on the same path in 2021. A few more uh, pitchers here that uh, have potential uh, for breakthroughs. Uh, Jordan Montgomery of the New York Yankees, 28-year-old lefty, has started just 17 games in the past three seasons and had kind of uneven results uh, in those games. But strikeout rate's been going up, and his fielding independent pitching has been going down. 
so the real key here is, like it is for many Yankees pitchers, uh, is if Montgomery can stay healthy. If he gets 30 starts uh, and kind of continues performing as he as he has with the fielding independent pitching going down, you know maybe his ERA catches up to that, uh, and and you get uh, a really nice uh, season out of him. Uh, Eliezer Hernandez in, in Miami, who took a pretty good step forward last season, but it was just six starts, so maybe fair. Uh, not to just assume that he's an ace right now, uh, although he did have a 3.16 ERA, 1.01 whip, and 11.9 strikeouts per nine. Like Those are ace-like numbers, uh, but it was a small sample. So uh, I still think uh, Hernandez is uh, not going to be valued based on, on those numbers because it is such a small sample. Um, but uh, So there's a chance then that his potential uh, could pay off for you uh, if you get him uh, kind of middle uh, to later rounds of your drafts. Uh, and then there's Justice Sheffield uh, from Seattle. The left-hander made some progress last season. He had a 3.58 ERA, 1.30 whip. Uh, his strikeout rate went down uh, a little bit, which uh, obviously go- bucks the trend because uh, strikeouts are up everywhere. Um, but Sheffield um, is still just 24 years old. And, and if he kind of build on, built on what he did uh, in, in 2020, that could be uh, make him much more interesting uh, for fantasy purposes. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news. You can even find locked-on hosts across NBA, Major League Baseball, and the National Hockey League. So go, download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all all iOS devices. Uh, Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, uh, and join a Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. Uh, I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms uh, around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an incredible, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup, got cookies and cream running up against coconut almond. And as I've mentioned, uh, the coconut brand of, of Built Bars is extremely popular, probably number one seeds uh, around the bracket. And the cookies and cream bar is, is good. And, and as somebody who's not really into coconut, uh, I prefer the cookies and cream bar, uh, but I think we're looking at uh, needing a big upset uh, for cookies and cream to, to pull this one out. But as we always say, there are no losers uh, in Built Bar Madness. So go to BuiltBar.com or to at bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back, see who won today's matchup, and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. So let's take a look at the Seattle Mariners, a team that does not have a lot of high-end talent uh, for fantasy purposes. And in fact, maybe the most interesting uh, player on on the Mariners is Dylan Moore, uh, who has outfield and second base eligibility. Uh, That alone is is helpful. Uh, And in 441 plate appearances over the past two seasons, Moore has 17 home runs and 23 stolen bases. Uh, he's also hitting just 224, so that there's an obvious risk. Uh, but with the multi-position versatility and the t- potential to be a 2020 guy, uh, 
Um, Moore is probably worth a mid-round fantasy pick. Uh, then there's second baseman uh, and DH, Ty France, probably to the mid to later rounds. Uh, in 43 games last season, though, he hit 305 with an 836 OPS. It's a small sample, uh, but it's enough to be at least a little hopeful and optimistic about what he might be able to do with regular playing time in 2021. Also for a late round pick, uh, third baseman Kyle Seager. You know, he can still be counted on for 20 plus home runs, uh, but he can also be counted on for a mediocre batting average. He's hitting 237 over the past four seasons. Also, center fielder Kyle Lewis, who burst onto the scene late in 2019 and started quickly in 2020, uh, but Lewis's production uh, has faded. And while he's still worth having on a fantasy roster, uh, there's probably some uncertainty about uh, just how good he's going to be. Uh, so that's why you're looking into the later rounds before you need to go after Kyle Lewis. Uh, also, right fielder Mitch Hanniger, uh, who didn't play in 2020, does have enough power uh, to fill a spot uh, on your fantasy roster, but you don't need to don't need to reach for him. He's probably going to be be available late. Then there are some, you know, Mariners who probably aren't going to go in fantasy. You might find them on the waiver wire uh, if there's any demand for them during the season. Uh, we'll start with first baseman Evan White, who was rushed to the majors last season, and he may have some real power, uh, but he also hit 176. Uh, and so any, any of your production sort of gets, uh, blown by the wayside when you hit just 176, because that, uh, that's kind of a deal breaker. Uh, but we'll, we'll see whether white is, uh, a little more accustomed to major league pitching, uh, for 2021. And if, if he can bring that average up, you know, maybe he, he becomes uh, fantasy relevant, uh, the catchers, there's Tom Murphy who didn't play last season, but in 2019 had 18 home runs while hitting 273, uh, a season like that, uh, definitely. Uh, would have value for fantasy. Uh, and then there's L- Luis Torrance, uh, who showed some promise with his bat last season, uh, but so far in his career, he has 233 career plate appearances, is hitting 198 with a 541 OPS. So you, you can wait on Luis Torrance. Uh, left fielder, Taylor Trammell, uh, who's an interesting prospect because he can run. And as I've mentioned uh, before, the scarcity of players who can steal bases uh, does make them more valuable. Uh, at the same time, Tramel hit 234 uh, at double eight in 2019. I'm not sure that you could trust uh, that he'll be able to hit well enough uh, to to kind of hold an everyday spot uh, for the Mariners right now. Uh, shortstop J.P. Crawford, you know, might steal some bases, uh, but for his career, he's hitting 231 with a 683 OPS. Uh, there's not a lot to get terribly excited about there. Uh, if there is something to get excited about in terms of uh, the bats in Seattle. Uh, it's probably uh, top prospect Jared Kalanick, the outfielder, uh, who should arrive at, at some point in 2021. Uh, for the Mariners' sake, probably the sooner the better. Um, and when Kalanick uh, does arrive, he, he could very quickly become uh, their best position player, if not best player overall. Now, to the, to the pitching staff, uh, where Marco Gonzalez is sort of the, the unlikely ace. He's a reliable veteran starter, has great control, uh, and last season he improved his strikeout rate up to 8.3 strikeouts per nine. Now, you, because he's still you know relatively low strikeout rates compared to other top pitchers, you know, you're probably looking at Gonzalez in the in the eighth to tenth round, um, but you, know, you might get some pretty good value uh, out of him there uh, if he continues uh, on the path that he's been on for the past few seasons. Uh, starting pitcher James Paxton, who probably goes later because he struggled in 2020. Uh, had a 6.64 ERA and five starts for the Yankees. Uh, but in the six seasons before that, uh, so a pretty good sample there, Paxson has a 3.57 ERA, 1.22 whip, and 9.9 strikeouts per nine. If he's healthy, 
there's a chance that Paxton gives you a pretty good value if you end up getting him in the you know 10th round or later. Uh, starting pitcher, you say Kikuchi. In, in 41 career starts, he has a 5.39 ERA. So, you know, what are, we, what are we even talking about here? But there is some reason for optimism. Uh, in nine starts last season, he had a 3.30 ERA and a 1.30 whip. Uh, in nine starts, that's respectable. Uh, and so maybe you don't need to draft Kikuchi uh, if, unless you're in deeper leagues. Uh, but he is somebody you can kind of keep an eye on uh, on the waiver wire. Then look closer, Rafael Montero, probably a late pick. He has eight career saves. Uh, and his career ERA is 4.93, so he's hardly a sure thing, uh, but he is uh, the one who's uh, atop the closer depth chart uh, for the Mariners right now. You can also look that the Mariners have quite a bit of pitching depth. Uh, mentioned Justice Sheffield, a young pitcher who's you know probably a late-round pick, if at, if at all, uh, but he might be a waiver addition if, if uh, he continues to, to make progress. Uh, there's also Chris Flexen, uh, who's... Uh, coming back to the major leagues from Korea, uh, Justin Dunn, who who's made some good starts for the the Mariners uh, last season, uh, and then there's top prospect Logan Gilbert. Uh, so, you know, you go through this uh, list of pitchers here for the Mariners, and they should be able to fashion together a half decent uh, starting rotation. Uh, there might be some you know some bumps in the road along the way, uh, but uh, as you start kind of whittling it down, uh, they should be able to find. Uh, a pretty quality rotation there. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over. College basketball tournament is on now. Uh, the NBA and the NHL are in full swing. Major League Baseball just around the corner. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The Locked On MLB Division Preview Series continues on Locked On MLB today. Every episode from now until the 31st features in-depth looks at each team in every division. It's all on Locked On MLB podcast feed right now. Follow Locked On MLB on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. And send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Collin on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So now we've uh, gone through some breakthrough pitchers. We've gone through the Seattle Mariners. Now a World Series contender at the San Diego Padres. Uh, and the, the first... Uh, name off the board for the Padres is shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, who, under most circumstances, is probably a top three pick uh, in in fantasy drafts. There's just very few players who have the the power and speed combination that uh, Tatis does. Uh, but he also has a shoulder injury right now, a, a sort of recent development in spring training, and and that you know might be enough to drop him to fifth uh, in most leagues. You know, when healthy, Tatis is a difference maker, but uh, you also have to at least appreciate that uh, if, if there's some health uh, concern that other top players uh, are just as worthy of, of early picks, you know, that you can go through the, uh, the standard players who are at the top and it's uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Mookie Betts uh, and Tatis Jr. and Juan Soto and Mike Trout. Well, would you prefer a healthy Mike Trout or, or uh, an injured Fernando Tatis Jr.? That, that becomes a, a real debate uh, to have if you're picking in the top five. Uh, next off, 
uh, for the Padres would be third baseman Manny Machado, who's probably a second or third round pick, a really consistent uh, source of power. Uh, he has, has hit at least 30 home runs in five straight seasons going into 2020 uh, when he hit 16, which would have prorated uh, him to more than 40 in a full season. So uh, Machado is still uh, a pretty reliable uh, hitter there. Uh, and that's why you end up having to take him that early. Uh, center fielder Trent Grisham, probably in the fifth or sixth round. Uh, Grisham stepped into the starting role uh, for the Padres last year uh, and had 10 home runs, 10 stolen bases, which if you prorate that to a full season, you're looking at 27 home runs, 27 uh, steals. Uh, that's really valuable for fantasy. Uh, left fielder Tommy Pham, you know, probably get him around in middle rounds. He struggled at the plate in 2020, hit 211, uh, but he has two seasons with 25 stolen bases, so that alone will give him fantasy appeal, uh, but especially if he bounces back at the plate. Uh, right fielder Will Myers uh, had the best season of his career in 2020, hit 288, had a 959 OPS, and 15 home runs. Now, Myers didn't run as much as he has in previous seasons, uh, but in, in those previous seasons, he has four years with at least double-digit steals, and so you can hold out some hope that Myers uh, will continue to run in 2021. Uh, first baseman, Eric Hosmer, more a late round pick. He was hitting well uh, when healthy last season. Uh, and so if he can kind of continue where, where he left off, uh, he could be a, a decent value uh, pick in the mid to later rounds. Uh, catcher Austin Nola, probably a, a later round pick, but uh, has offensive potential here. Uh, in 451 career plate appearances, he has 17 home runs, hitting 271 with an 808 OPS. For a catcher, uh, that totally plays. Uh, and so uh, that's why Nola, does, despite a, a limited major league uh, track record, uh, is still you know fantasy relevant. Uh, then you've got uh, a couple of options at second base. Jake Cronenworth, uh, who played some second and first uh, last season, he hit 285 with an 831 OPS but also didn't have a ton of uh, power or speed uh, to go uh, into that mix. And so Cronenworth may end up being a utility guy uh, if he's not uh, the regular at second base. And I guess the, the challenge there is with uh, Ha Young Kim, uh, who was a very productive hitter in Korea. Uh, he struggled in spring training, but it's also kind of worth, if you're looking in the late rounds of your draft, you know, why not take a shot on, on somebody like Kim, who, you know, is a bit of an unknown, but also, uh, has has a higher ceiling uh, with some upside that you know may, maybe uh, is going to give you some value. Um, so between Cronenworth and Kim, uh, I I don't mind either one of those guys as a, as a late round pick and just kind of see what happens. Uh, and then uh, they also have uh, catcher Victor Caratini, who's sort of the option uh, if Austin Nola uh, isn't uh, behind the plate, and uh, Jerks and Profar, uh, who will utility guy who's uh, played a lot of left field and, and second base, but also uh, some shortstop and third base. And uh, so, the the Padres do have you know plenty of options here. This this is this is a team that intends to contend, uh, and so uh, they have a roster that is built like that. And now let's take a look at their pitching staff, uh, and we'll start with you Darvish, uh, probably a second round pick in most fantasy uh, leagues, though potentially first if there's a run on uh, if there's a run on pitching. Uh, Darvish finished second in National League Cy Young voting last season. Now, could be tough to duplicate. He had a 2.01 ERA, 0.96 whip, and 11 strikeouts per nine. That hasn't been a standard season uh, for you, Darvish. Uh, but uh, he's, a, you know, he's a high strikeout pitcher uh, who's you know, set to be the ace of the staff on a team that expects to, to go to the World Series. 
Uh, starting pitcher Blake Snell, um, who they picked up from Tampa Bay, maybe goes fourth or fifth round. Uh, should have the chance to go a little deeper into games with San Diego compared to uh, what happened in Tampa Bay. Uh, and, you know, if, if Snell does get a little bit more of a, a workload, uh, maybe a few more wins, uh, there's a chance that he'll give you a, a decent fantasy season. Uh, more of a question mark around Dinelson Lamette, uh, who's, I'm saying maybe in the sixth round, but I mean, depending on health, uh, he could be anywhere from about the second round to the 12th round. Uh, he was outstanding in 2020, uh, but he's had some elbow trouble that has hindered him uh, in, in the spring. Uh, he's a potential difference maker if he's healthy. Uh, and that sort of, you know, means checking uh, reports out of spring training. Uh, he he did pitch on uh, Wednesday, got got in his sort of first inning of, of spring training work and, you know, was up in the high 90s with his fastball. So it doesn't have to be a, a completely lost cause, but it's still fair to be concerned about whether uh, he's going to be ready to start the season or uh, whether the Padres are going to be extra cautious uh, with Lamette. And given, given their uh, depth of, of pitching, they can afford to uh, take their time and make sure he's healthy. Uh, also, Joe Musgrove, uh, talked about him as uh, one of the breakthrough pitchers. Uh, he was okay in Pittsburgh, uh, but even if he wasn't, um, who was really going to notice? Uh, his his numbers were promising enough, though, uh, that uh, you can like his chances in a new, more competitive environment uh, with the Padres. There's starting pitcher Chris Paddock, who was great in 2019, a bit of a sophomore slump in 2020, uh, but now with all the the additions to the uh, San Diego rotation, there's a whole lot less pressure on Paddock, uh, and we'll see whether that works for him. Uh, I don't don't think less pressure suddenly uh, means that his results will be better, uh, but uh, it does make things a little bit easier uh, from the team perspective that uh, they don't have to put so much on, on the young pitcher when they have uh, other options available. Uh, the closer looks like it's going to be Drew Pomerantz, who's been a starter and a setup reliever for the most part in his career, uh, but he does look like he's the uh, lead candidate to close. You know, he has nine career saves, so who knows whether or not Pomerantz is going to be uh, able to handle the, the role, uh, but you know when you're uh, looking for uh, somebody to provide saves, uh, somebody who's going to be set up uh, as the closer on a team that probably has designs on a hundred win season. Uh, that's not a bad place to look. Uh, then, as I mentioned, the, the Padres do have pitching depth. And so if there are injuries, if uh, Lamette can't go, uh, they have Adrian Morjon who, who could secure a, a spot in the San Diego rotation. Uh, if not, Morjon can end up sort of in a swing role, uh, you know, pitching openers when they, when they need to do that. And, uh, doing long relief, whatever. Uh, they also have a couple really strong pitching prospects. Uh, Mackenzie Gore uh, might be the best pitching prospect in baseball, uh, and Michelle Baez. Uh, and so, uh, you know, <laughs> given all the the talent that they have on their major league roster, it may not be easy for prospects to uh, fight their way into the Padres rotation. Uh, but at the same time, uh, this is uh, a team that is going to be loaded for a long time. Uh, they've got Mike Clevenger rehabbing. Uh, from Tommy John surgery all season. So uh, the, the Padres aren't going away. Uh, you know, you can look at this roster and be pretty excited about their chances this season, uh, but this is sort of the beginning of, of what's going to be uh, or what should be a, a team that is competitive uh, and puts up some pretty big numbers for fantasy uh, for years to come. That'll do it for today. I'll be back tomorrow. More stats, more team previews. Uh, also check out Locked on Fantasy Hockey. 
uh, find these podcasts. Subscribe, drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.